Welcome to Just Winging It. That where the real. fun happens. Where the fun happens. I'm John Abdella. And I saw a crazy documentary last night on the Voynich Manuscript. And I'm Patrick Green. And I, oh, thank you. And I was up way too late, even though I woke up early to compose again. Um, yeah. And it worked better than it has been working. Because That's why you sounded really old that a second ago. Very Gandalfy. Yeah. My help. Uh-huh. Um, I actually got like about forty minutes done this morning before nice. Henry woke up. Yeah. So this strategy of doing, you know, the morning work is is working out all right. It's very gradual. Went from like very seven gradually. minutes to forty minutes. Yeah, but I'd say about forty minutes today. That's impressive. It was, it was nice, but it, it was forty minutes interspersed with me going downstairs, getting something to drink, mm-hmm. getting my breakfast. So it was maybe about one minute of, of actual work. <laughs> but like, but every day since I brought it up on the podcast, I've been trying to make it happen. And every single day, Henry wakes up as soon as I roll out of bed. Isn't it amazing how that works? They just yeah. sense you. Well, I think when he's you're just up. awake and. He just is like, oh, there's motion. He probably wakes up at fucking 3 a.m. and we don't even, well. And he's just he like does staring do at the ceiling. Scream, That's always but. weird, too, when you go in and they're just like awake. And they're just like, Ugh. The weirdest <laughs> is when their eyes are open, but they're asleep. Does that ever yeah. happen to you? Yeah. Henry, Henry does um, it's that happened kind of a lot. once with Grace. Not like more totally so though. Open. She does the her eyes are closed, but she's talking and she's still asleep. You know, naturally dreaming. That's that's scary. We don't. We don't that's never that. happened. No, that doesn't happen in our household. Really? I, I mean, there oh have been man, screams in this sleep. morning. Grace was just like. No, I want the real Abby. I want the real Abby. Speaking of Abby Cadabby from Sesame oh my Street. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And she was just like, you know, pretty much sleeping still. In her normal voice. And she woke up to me putting Luke on her, like, because <laughs> I thought it'd be funny. Because <laughs> he, like, loves, I mean, they actually, they both love each other in the morning. This is the best time when you, like. It is the best it, time. For them, it almost feels like they've, you know, they haven't seen each other in a while. And yeah, they're just, like, so see sweet. each other again in the morning. Yeah. It's the best. I love it. Oh, I have a, oh, something cute happened last week I forgot to tell you about. So, um, Henry has been having sleep issues again. Oh. <sighs> You, but you had a clear patch for a little while. I forgot we to ask you about this. We did have a clear patch for a couple months. Yeah, you looked a little more a put together. So I yeah, just right. Assumed. Well, this is gone now. Yeah. unfortunately. Uh, no, he was doing better, and uh, and then he has been having. He's been waking up more at night, which is why honestly I got composing then because he was up last night, so mm. he slept in a little bit. So it, at the end of the day, it, it was kind of a net loss, I think, in terms yeah. of fatigue. But you know, whatever. <laughs> But he last week had a night where he was uh, really having a hard time falling asleep, and Mike and I have been trying to be better about kind of like letting him cry it out a little bit, yeah, yeah. hoping that he can get over it quickly enough to not make Jude stay up the whole time, you know, so that it right. could be, you know, Man, pretty, a pretty that's quick the episode because mm-hmm. they're sharing a room. Yep, same with um, ours. Yeah, right. And uh, so, so we walked out, and he kind of screamed for a minute, and then he stopped, and we were like, oh, what? What happened? My, of course, my my thought was he's dead. That, that was that was the <laughs> end of his, we just heard yeah. the end of his life happen because <laughs> it's just like totally abrupt, right? Where right. Did it, it go like, from like ah! high volume. Mm. It was like that. And then what? So then we kind of gave it a couple minutes because obviously he wasn't dead. He'd probably fallen asleep. Yeah. And, and then we kind of creep more upstairs. Thing, yeah. <laughs> right. And he was in bed with Jude, and Jude was holding him. Oh. And they were both asleep. And I in the, in the morning I was because they were they slept all night like that and then in that the morning the I was like Jude did you let Henry sleep and he was like he was like yeah he was keeping me up you know <laughs> of course he spun it you know but it was so cute that he that just like, invited him into his uh, uh, screaming his head off they're really I mean there so are the cute. joys that we have you know individually with our kids like those great moments that are just like you know you're just uh, you're not doing anything in particular it's just like you're laughing or whatever yeah. it is and then. Even more like magnified is the I don't know emotionally for me at least is when you see them doing that with each other yeah just like interacting awesome. in those great ways you know yeah um, falling is. asleep together that's awesome yeah it was it was super cute do you know what the Voynich manuscript is or did you just lose that in the in the chaos of my screwed up introduction <laughs> that's what I was watching last night was the no. document do you know the Voynich manuscript no the, oh my god the Voynich Voynich as in coin V O Y N I C H okay. <laughs> 
Go ahead. Voynich. Another one of your damn yeah, it's documentaries a, it's amazing. when you should okay. be sleeping. Okay. Yeah, I know. It was this. This was at eleven o'clock. It wasn't quite midnight, but it was definitely bedtime. So the Voynich manuscript <laughs> is it's named for a bookseller who bought it in the early twentieth century, uh-huh. and it is of indeterminate origin and indeterminate date. Nobody okay. knows when it came from, or where it came from, or who made Ooh, it. There's mystery. a lot of theories about it. Oh, just hold on to your pants, yeah. boy. Hold on to your butts. butts yep. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> um. So it. In the early 20th century, this bookseller went to Rome. He was looking for rare and extraordinary books, or, or maybe know, somewhere in Italy, sure, um, somewhere with good food. And they uh, these these like monks brought out this chest that had a book in it, mm-hmm. and they were like, "We don't know what to do with this," you know. And and he took one look at it, and after that, he spent the rest of his life trying to solve the mystery of this book. And since then, it's been worked on by scientists at the CIA. By code breakers from World War II. What is it? What's the? Everybody has tried it, and nobody can can figure it out. So what it is is a basically two hundred page riddle text. <laughs> well, it's a it's a book. It's 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 assembled as a published book. You know? Yeah, and it's from uh, there's a lot of origin, you know, theories on where it came from. But basically, it, lo- it looks like an old kind of Bible. Yeah, and you open it up, and it is it's a pop up book. This is a Papa book about Peppa the Pig, actually, which is why it's some. They're like, how do they know about Peppa? Right. How do they do um, pop ups back then? Yeah, yeah. Peppa the pop up advanced pig. technology. Yeah, it was actually, pretty amazing. Yeah. But this was uh, so it's 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 diagrams of plants hmm. and human sort of humanoid people Ooh. and uh, what appear to be cooking directions. All all these like very <laughs> kind of strange diagrams and then a text that is in a completely invented alphabet. Wow. That has tremendous consistency, so it's very clear that it was a system. It was an actual language, yeah. It was an actual language that was probably spoken by one person, right? Who, who one probably was invented crazy. for this book, yeah. But, and there's there's like 147 thousand words in it or something. It's like a big, serious book, yeah. That is internally very logical the way it's laid out and makes sense, but you can't. There's just no way to read what he's saying, right? And because it's so the the gra- the the actual illustrations are so mysterious because like you know one page it looks like he's drawing. You know, a frittata, a, a frittata, <laughs> and then the next page it's it's an organism that nobody's ever seen before, and it doesn't make any wow. sense. And then you look at the root system, and you're like, oh, it looks like derived but from. But why? Like, I mean, sorry, I'm cutting you off. I have well, to. Well, that's basically the idea. It's the only way. Yeah, you'll keep going yeah, forever keep about going. this book. No, but I, my question is, it sounds fascinating. But like, what if it's nothing? Like, why we've spent so much trying to understand this? So what is is giving the CIA and all these agencies? Because all these brilliant people who professionally break codes are dedicating their lives to doing it. So clearly, people who know what they're looking for, like, because these are people who probably get presented with these like mysteries all the time, and they're like, oh, this is just gobbledygook. This This is is just crap. Yeah, no, that's fair. And these people spend forty years on it. Oh, it's just a guy who invented this thing. He just did it. I mean. Like but Tolkien, how did he I think do of it? Tolkien. He invented languages and all this amazing stuff, and it's awesome. But yeah. like, well, there, well, so there, this mystery that's removed from that because we know why he invented it. Yeah, right? it was for yeah, a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that it was internally internally logical because it was right. a storytelling device. People have translated the alphabet. You can speak it. You yeah. know what I mean? Can you speak Elfin or whatever? Oh, called? of course. Yeah, you probably can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I fluent. <laughs> um, and uh, but but this is something that it, it's just a complete mystery unto itself, and All it's right. become a vacuum for people to pour their kind of yeah. logic into. And that's anyway, the part it, that I it's just, at Yale. The manuscript is at Yale, and you so can go much and, energy and visit goes it. into it, 
And you know Amazing. what? Fine. Good for them. It's a hobby kind of thing, I guess. All the people that have tried to understand it. But I just uh, imagine yeah, if all that energy went it, into something. You think we're going to come out better? Yeah. yeah it's, it's like saying, why we don't go, know, to, why go to the moon, it right? It might we're not be productive. It might be productive. No, it might lead no, to but nowhere. It, it might lead to some acid trip. You oh, know what probable. I mean? <laughs> Man, that would be fucking crazy. That's probably what it's from. It's just some dude yeah. that discovered LSD or something. and then writing it all down. Right. But I think the act of trying to figure it out. Yeah. I get is it. What the important thing is because it teaches you a lot about the way the mind works and the way okay. logic works and things Fine. like that, right? So I'll there's always that. alternative uses sure, for sure. it. Sure, right? sure. I but guess anyway. for me, I, there's something awesome, uh, even just about the mystery and leaving it as a mystery. You know, like I'm okay yeah. with that. But that's maybe my MBTI. You know, I'm a ENFP, yeah. P at the end. I'm an ENFJ. Perceiving. That's right. Yeah, we've talked. Uh, about, we have to have right. a conversation about this. Yeah, we should. So I'm okay leaving it open ended. It's fine. I'm wow, a P. that's so interesting because yeah. my J you is only two percentage points higher than my P. Well, I guess four because it's 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 fifty two and forty eight percent. Uh huh. And it's interesting that in that little chasm lies the difference. Yep. In the chasm lies the difference. All right. Anyway, well, well, welcome back from your vacation. Yeah. So last week we were at um, Sesame Place in Pennsylvania. Sesame. Sesame. And uh, it's our third year in a row. So we're going to talk more about that for this episode about family vacations. Yes. We got a lot to talk about on that one. Um, Wow. And I'm, you know, I'm feeling the heat now. I'm in here on a Tuesday in our office and I'm doing this like, uh, partial schedule still, so I'm trying to force all my work into a couple days a week, and then you know dealing with daycare being off for this month. So, um, it's it's okay, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. You sure? Yeah. You having a great time? Um, Living I, the dream. It, it it oscillates. You know, it's like great time and stressful and all that. No, but it's good. It, it forces me to take more time than I usually would. Um, if the weirdness is like dropping in and out, you know, of work and then home, and yeah. like in both places you're working, you know, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of work to be done. But like yesterday we went to the zoo, um, and it was an awesome day. Yeah, it was nice. a perfect day for it because it was like overcast and it was gonna rain, but it didn't. So there were like five other families there that I kept running into, and that was it. Right. <laughs> um, and it was perfect. So right. so that was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, just enjoying being with the kids so much. You know, it's like it's. I mean, by the end of the day, when Bethany gets home from work because she's working more than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely ready for her to like spend some time with them and right. you know, I need a little space, which right. I'm not really getting, but I, <laughs> right. you know, I always think I will when she gets home, but uh-huh. then it's like, it's not at all. Um, but no, it's been good. And I actually had a proud, a brief moment yesterday where I can see sort of my influence on Grace and feel like, you know, just a proud dad. So I was, I was, um, talking to her, uh, she, she was had a tissue and she was ripping it up and she was throwing it up in the air. That's a very John thing um, to do. And I was, oh, very much. I yeah. do this all the time in the office. I yeah, just like I just rip a tissue up. And, yeah. Right. It's, it's and the way people you are always like, what the meetings. fuck is John doing? And he's like, it's my process. Yeah, exactly. I'm an ENFP. <laughs> Uh, you know us ENFPs running around <laughs> just ripping, ripping paper. up tissues. Paper rippers. So she's doing this, and it was later in the day, so I'm kind of agitated at this point because, like, you spend a whole day, you know, with these disciplinary moments where you have to tell your kid to do something, and right. by the end of the day, you're just, like, on edge, and the simplest thing, I'm like, just pick it up know, and throw it away. so true. Um, and so she was throwing it up in the air, and I was like, pick it up and throw it in the trash. And she's like, but I'm making it fly. And I just told her, you know, please put it in the trash. And then she's like, I'm making it fly like Ray, like Ray does with the rocks. Ah, a, a and then I'm just, yes. Yeah. And I was immediately, if it took me a minute, because first I think she just said, I'm making it fly like Ray. And I thought like rays of sunshine. Right. Or I'm like, just right. throw it in the trash. And then she said it, you know, Ray, like, she, like Ray does with rocks. Yeah. And I'm like, immediately my stress is just like, you know, melted away. And I'm like, oh, child. And you're, you're right mine. there on that mountainside. And I'm right there. Standing right there. She levitates. Saving 
Yeah, right there, levitating um, and saving the crew, the last survivors, you know, the last yeah. rebels, or what are they called in the new one, Last Jedi? They're not rebels anymore. They're, the, uh, the, uh, are they the rebellion? No, not the order. The, they're not the, well, the, the first, first order, order is the bad the guys. The first order! The resistance. The resistance. Of course. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, and so, so she was saying that, and then I'm just like, all right, you can keep. You can keep letting it fly. That's right. You know? Nice, nice. <laughs> but anyway, it was it was really cool though to see her make those connections. Yeah. You know, cause she's just read the book too. She right. um, there's a great golden book, Last I Jedi. I love those. Yeah, those, so those golden good. book adaptations. Yeah, they're so blatantly commercial, and I'm so okay with I that. Know, like, I know. I don't fucking care. Me we too. have we have they're Marvel brilliant. for those two. We have like yeah. every Avengers story they do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing. They're great little They're books. They're so good. Like the Wally adaptation is terrific. Oh, and it's yeah. a way to like, it, you can introduce them to reading through something that they're comfortable with yep. and that they like. Yeah. And it also allows them to see an other, another side of a franchise that they really enjoy. Well, oh, another... or be introduced to it. Because for Grace, like she hasn't seen the Star Wars movies yet. So this is like her right. entree. Which well, you've is, shown her parts of them. I've shown her little parts, you know, but um, this is kind of an interesting way for her to get a little appetizer. You know, I mean, it summarizes the whole thing, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if it's an appetizer. So she's going to go into them to, like already knowing what happens, I guess, right. if she remembers. But. But, um, but no, it's been a lot of fun, and I don't yeah. have to think about like what I sh- could, shouldn't show or should, or you know, mm-hmm. not that I mean, Star Wars is not that bad, but well, still, um, depending on yeah. how, on how sheltered so it's a cool you're way to do to it. Yeah. Child. pretty sheltered. Pretty sheltered. <laughs> Speaking of sheltered, uh, <laughs> yeah. so we're gonna go see the Meg for the third time tonight. The Meg, what is it's, that? It's a it's a movie based on a book about a megalodon, uh-huh. which is a prehistoric shark that yeah. is discovered to be basically a resurgent species who's been. Under in the abyss oh, this entire okay. time. Oh, okay, yeah, because I saw the movie poster and I couldn't figure out what it was. Yeah, it's, it's short for Megalodon. Uh-huh. So, so the I, I, let me get this out there first. The the book is fucking awesome. Yeah. I love. And there's six of them, so I'm working my way through the second wow. one right now. They're, they're very good books. Yeah, for something that does not need to be very good. I, I mean, it, when you, <laughs> it's it's a book about a prehistoric shark. Like, right, it, right, right. It could have been just that sentence, and yeah. I probably would have enjoyed it. That's but true. it's actually like yeah. a good. You are story. wearing a daddy shark shirt. I'm I should point out right now, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. You're continuing the shark festivities. Yeah, yeah. It never ends. Um, but the uh, the movie uh, I, I should get out there is not a terrific film, and that's okay. <laughs> I was looking forward to it for a long time. Yeah, Micah and I go opening night last week, and we go to this. Have you ever been to the Jordan's Furniture IMAX? Yes, before. Uh huh. Have you been recently? No, it's been years. So I don't know. Did they have the butt rumbler when you were so, there? No, that's okay. not a thing. Yes, it is You're a thing. You're making it up. No, it is a thing, and it's called a butt rumbler. Was that just their base? The, Do they just have a lot of bass in the room or something? Well, they it's, actually it's call in the, it a, it's in the butt cushion. They call it a butt rumbler. Yeah, so the guy no. the guy who runs J- Jordan's furniture yeah. you know, comes on the screen, and, and he's like, we got the best seats you know, he doesn't actually run it anymore. He's just like a paid guy now. Oh, really? Yeah, they used to own it, the two brothers. Remember, it used yeah. to be two of them? Yeah, right. And now it's just, I think this is true. I've never looked it up, so who knows? Maybe well, someone should fact check it, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't actually, he just gets paid to do like the ads and stuff, but he's not actually well, an he's owner like anymore. He's like 80-something. He's probably- Yeah, like, but keep going. Like, butt Rumblers. Yeah. The Butt Rumblers, which is the subtitle of our show. So he introduces it? So he comes out and he's like, he's like, you're sitting on like a, a premium soda mattress material and blah, it sounds like Trump. Yeah. And uh, and and, um, and 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 a new cutting edge Butt Rumbler technology. <laughs> It's and a little bit of Trump with a dash shaking. of um, the painkiller. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? Listen. Yeah. Um, and Nothing so I, like and so I looked guy. at Micah and I was like, what is this butt rumbler shit? And then the first trailer they show is for The Nun, which is this horror movie. And uh-huh. like, it is unbelievably intense. Did you shit yourself? I did. I was like, stop rumbling. Yeah. Okay, it's like, you know, go. the same uh, disclaimer on the bag of chips that has like a, you know, <laughs> may cause anal leakage. Yeah, yeah. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> they should probably put that at the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. So the, anyway, so I was distracted by the butt rumble the whole uh-huh. time because it was just so intense. Like, for the year in an IMAX stupid. theater, and it's a Why? small IMAX theater, even though the screen is like colossal. There's right, like which is kind of neat because it's like it massive is cool. screen. Yeah, and I love but IMAX why theaters. the butt rumble? But it's just too much, it's too much sensory stuff. I was like, I can't even follow the plot because I'm shaking. I can't even see what's happening. I'm like, what character? 
character is it? Is just this? your butt or is it all it's your just whole the back? Butt. It's the butt, and it's also very loud. Why so it's would they choose that? Who was like in a meeting room and said, "You know what? We should add butt rumblers to these seats." Yeah, they're like, "We got a seventy foot screen, Who authorized but also it? we need to make the seats shake." Because that's a new Every thing. Time it didn't always, it wasn't always happens. there. No, well, there's theater. There's theaters that have even more than that. The motion sensitive seats and they spray you, and they, and they, just, they just they just spray you with blood. Yeah. Um, anyway, so so the first time I saw it, I did not love the experience, partly because the butt rumblers, and also because <laughs> it was a very different audience. It was like all teenagers texting, and I was just kind of like not in a good mood, and I was focusing on how there were flaws in the film, yeah, right? Yeah. And then, but and but but the reason we went opening night is because we wanted to test it because Jude has been looking forward to this as long as I have. And the he butt was rumbler, like, <laughs> the, the Meg. Uh, okay. And and he was like, um, I was like, you know, mommy and daddy will go first and we'll test it out because I didn't know if it was going to be too scary of for course, him. Yeah. I didn't know it's PG thirteen, so yeah. maybe there could be too much stuff. But uh, but I came out of it thinking like, okay, it's it's appropriate. It's for fine. Him. It's fine for kids. You Authorization know. granted. Right. So mm-hmm. I was like, so I, well, so I took Jude on Sunday night. And we went to our local tiny Waltham movie theater, and it was all so much dads better. and kids, the uh, entire audience. That's so funny, and everybody was like yipping and screaming oh, and identifying awesome. shark species and like that's hooting so cool. and having so fun. And we had like the fucking time of our lives. Oh, it was that's so fun, awesome. And then we like the whole way home. And ever since then, we pretend that we're in like a bisque gliders whenever we're in the car and we're like pointing out species. And Henry's like, "Oh, shark, that's amazing! Deal! That's it's, like that's so the cute. movie experience you want to have with right. your kids. So it's so good. And, and we talk about it every day. So we're gonna go back now so Henry can see it too." We're going to go to Chunkies, which we plug literally yeah, every episode. It's true. And take Micah back, and we're going to go. Happy to it. plug it. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so Happy I have a question, though. It. i got to ask another question about the butt rumbler, because yeah. I'm still trying to wrap my brain around the it. The butt rumbler. Do they, do they only we're use the, the, rumble, rumble. the rumble technology, uh, TM, when right. they have like a dramatic, you know, an action no, it's scene, constant. or is it actually? It is any time. I'm just imagining, like in the middle, it's a totally inappropriate moment <laughs> where there's like a dramatic, you know, conversation <laughs> happening, and you're just feeling the constant <laughs> rumble, or like an escalating rumble, and it climaxes as they're getting into a heated debate or something. <laughs> right. No. Is that it's, what it's like? It's the speaker system. It's tied to the bass in the speaker system. Okay. So anytime there's anytime anything there's vaguely low frequency, I see. Which in a movie is oh, all yeah. the time. Oh yeah. They're talking. I mean, anybody. Well, and the ambiance. There's actually a lot of times. There's you know. There's sound effects or music right there's a lot of layers of stuff going on and not even right not even just music but just foley effects people fucking walking sometimes they walk below a certain threshold and every single one of those would trigger the butt rumbler so like for example there's a scene where a helicopter lands which (laughs) I saw it the second time and I was like and that's when you shit yourself this is the least intense it's like this is the least intense scene in the whole movie it's a fucking you see see a helicopter landing but in the the IMAX theater I was like oh my god what's gonna happen (laughs) I'm like shaking all and it was like it was literally just a helicopter Uh, landing it's just so overkill and, and it doesn't need it you know no anyway so that was my, All right. that was my weekend okay well that's interesting yeah. I guess it's a good moment to segue from butt rumbling into vacations family vacations right. where there's some butt rumbling some butts yeah. of their own <laughs> hold on to your butt just one hack uh, you're about to go on one right yeah, vacation? kind of. Yeah, well, we, so we're doing a, a couple small ones, yeah. I think. Yeah, because that's more we, your we style. We wanted to go, right. We wanted to go to Montreal. I'm, I'm taking a week off, you know, yeah. next week. Yeah, Because we have to go to New York to Which see our friend. Which is a good who, moment for us to mention. You may not hear us uh, in another week. <laughs> we're going to... We're going to finally uh, take a moment to, um, we've been doing this for now, what, 20 weeks, I think? A couple days. Man, it's exhausting. No, actually, it's uh, and if anything, it's energizing, but, oh, uh, yeah. you know, just getting our schedules to overlap in the summer is tricky. So uh, so you're going you're gonna to have a week off, guys. Winglets. Congratulations. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, use maybe, that week wisely. Maybe use it to listen to one of your faves, you know? I think episode but four is still But not another parenting podcast. FOMO. Um, but not another, unless Don't it's unruffled, check out fucking Angela, Angela Lansbury. Lansbury, all good. You're cleared Angela. to listen to that. That's true. She's um, been on the or show. Or 
Perfect Organism. <laughs> right. Right. Or, if you want to listen to more Ryan Patrick, that would be a good thing. You can listen That's to more true. Patrick Green. Yeah, go to perfectorganism.com. Uh, if you wish to do that. Yeah. If, you, if you're a sadist. If it tickles your fancy. Right. Yeah. Tickles your fancy. <laughs> All right. The so go rumbler. on. So just know you won't hear us for a week, but please come back. Don't leave us forever. Yeah, please, because we, we need all thir- all three of you to-, to Stamps.com needs you, well, that's more true. importantly. So, we, uh, so we're going away for a week, and uh, we're going to go to New York to mm-hmm. see our great friend Erica, who's on Broadway right now. Oh, she's nice. uh, going to have an amazing performance. Uh, uh, of She's in Carousel, which is great. And, okay. and she and her husband are two of our really great friends. So we're going to go visit her, and our yeah. friend Devin's going to be there, and we're going to nice. meet up. Um, so that's going to be fun, but you know, I'm taking the whole week off, and so we're trying to think of little things to do in the meantime. Yeah. We're thinking of going to Block Island, probably go to Fun Spot again, because we do that a lot. That's your go-to, yeah. Um, and then uh, we were going to go to Montreal, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? It's logistically, it's like a little bit farther away, a little more money, because we could probably yeah. stay two nights. Right. So yeah, we're kind of retracting that, and we're going to do probably a Fun Spot trip, and maybe, maybe a Block Island trip. <laughs> fun Spot's the fill-in for <laughs> yeah, everything. Fun Spot, fun spot or Chunky's, yeah. one of the two, yeah. But it, it, this is a, probably a good place to start the conversation, like just the planning that goes into, and the decision, the criteria that go into it, right? Whereas before, I mean, first off, we should address the... The idea of a vacation, I just was talking to another parent recently today, actually, who said, you don't have vacations anymore. They're just trips. Mm, (laughs) Um, Yeah, interesting. I mean, going off of that, the way I interpreted it and what I, you know, what I was going to say is that um, vacations are no longer a relaxation or there is no relaxing to be had uh, from my experience now as a parent from vacations. There is a scene change and there's like... Not washing dishes for a week. That's really nice. Not cleaning up after <laughs> that's, our that's kids. That's most of it. Because yeah. like, just keeping the house at a bare minimum level of like, you know, DSS isn't going to come. Oh, my God. Um, I, I, we, we, after having this <laughs> fucking birthday party, yeah. which was amazing. Thank you for coming that's right. to we it. That's right. It was amazing. It, we, it, was, it was a great birthday it, party it was, last it was, week. Yep. But it fucking rained because I did rain after it on conversation. this show. Yeah. It was pouring monsoon rain the entire time. And so all 75,000 people worst nightmare actually were all happened. in our townhouse. And um, and it was fine. There were a million lovely people there, but I didn't yeah. get to really talk to anybody. But you know that's okay. But like but everything our house else, is we like... stressed so much about it, and then it was totally fine. Well, it was at over. least from my perspective, it was oh, good. Well, I'm, I'm glad. Thank you for yeah. being so positive. Oh, about it was it. awesome. Yeah. I, I was actually, I, mean, I was really happy for being Jude. indoors. I like fun. made you interact more with people. You know, you couldn't just like go off into your own spaces. You and, literally like, couldn't go. Yeah, off you actually your, yeah, couldn't. Like yeah. unless you locked a bathroom door, <laughs> <laughs> you could not. Right. There were people in there too. There was like clusters of people. There cocktails in there. Yeah, just huddling on the ground by the toilet. But it was. It, it was. It was. An, I mean, it was amazing for him. I'm really glad we got to do it. But it yeah. was definitely an intense experience. And our house is still right. Very much so, recovering so, from that. So vacation. So I will right. say that going away from the house, you know, just not having to keep up with the house for a week, yeah. and just like you know, hotel rooms, you have certain liberties, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because um, someone's going to clean it up after, and you should tip them well. Um, <laughs> but but other than that, you know, there's not really relaxation. And I think it's because I mean. I don't think kids relax, right? Like they don't, that's not a thing. I know. Right? And that's, it's fine. It's just different. So you go away and you have to think about not what's going to be relaxing anymore because that's not going to happen. So like the beach is a perfect example where that might have been a really relaxing thing to do. And now, uh, (laughs) like that was, so what we did is we went to Sesame Place. It's our third year in a row. Um, So I'm getting a little like, (laughs) it's a bit much. Um, it's an amusement park, Sesame Street themed. How awesome. far away is it? It's like I would recommend hours? it. It's like five, five hour drive, five hour which should be drive. a five hour drive. In the past, we've flown there, um, right. and the calculation there was, you know, Grace won't have to be stuck in a car for as long. It'll be fun to fly, and she was free at the time for two years in a row because mm-hmm. until you're two. Uh, or is it three that you start paying for kids? I forget. Well, I, I've never been there. Um, well, I mean, flying to begin with is what oh, I meant. Oh, 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 like a lap um, child versus yeah, a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I we did that. Two. 
Okay, so we did that with Grace, but now that we have two kids, the calculation changed, and mm-hmm. it wasn't worth it to fly because, like, first of all, yes. packing everything and yes. bring, shuttling them both—that is a huge transition, right? The the, the two because we used to fly with Jude quite a bit, yeah. And then now that we have Henry, we drive everywhere, as right. you know, because yeah. I, I keep showing up here, driving back from Florida, <laughs> being all discombobulated. Right, right, right. Yeah. So we did decide we would drive, but I also thought, you know, it's five hours if you do it straight shot. Of course, we wouldn't have done it that way. We'd stop for lunch or whatever. Mm-hmm. But even then, I felt like, you know what? Let's just spread it out. We don't. We want to do something more than just going to Pennsylvania and Sesame Place. So let's stop in Connecticut somewhere. I should have consulted you on yeah. where to stop. Um, but we ended up stopping in Milford. Okay. Um, and there really, used to be a great laser tag place there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, I missed it. Is Mil- missed did, you, my chance. did you see Milford Amusement Center? Um, no. So, what, I oh. mean, I really, so I, I thought going to the beach at least once this summer would be nice. So I thought there's plenty of coast that we were going to go through. In Milford? Um, and yeah, Milford, there's, um, uh, what was it called? The area that we went to. That's a lake Something then, sand. Right? No, no, it's an ocean. Is that a shoreline? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Silver Sands Park or something like that? I don't know. Oh, it was great. Never been. You should go. I should. It's right <laughs> near my parents' house. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. I should have stayed with them. Yeah. Um, your mom was so <laughs> just, sweet, by the way. Up. I loved meeting your parents. They were great. Oh, you've never met them before? No, I oh, haven't. So, did you no. try the meatballs? Uh, I did. Did she yeah, make nice. them? Those were oh. yeah. Mwah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, so so we stopped there and I thought, you know, going to the beach, I knew that this is a perfect example of like what used to be relaxing is going to be a stressful thing because we had done this with Grace um, shortly after she was born. Maybe she was like six months. We went to South Carolina, mm-hmm. went to the beach and immediately her first thing was just getting all the sand and eating it. Yep. Um, and so and then that was that was the moment where we realized, oh, wait a minute. You know, going to the beach is not that fun of a thing right now with it's a toddler. It's so different. It's so stressful. Like there's yeah. so much that could either harm them or just like, you there's know. There's so much death lurking oh, around every and, corner. And then there's just the sand. Yeah. There's so much death. <laughs> death around um, every corner. So I'm looking forward to them getting, you know, a little bit older and enjoying it. But anyway, we, we still stopped. And it was a good example of like in my mind, I'm thinking this is going to be stressful. And it was, but after <laughs> I sort of just like, I gave into the stress, Luke and Bethany were sleeping in the car for a little while, or well, Luke was sleeping, Bethany was hanging out in the car. Um, we didn't want to disturb him. And I went on the beach for a little while with Grace. And at first it was like, you know, stressful dealing with all the sand and everything, trying to put sunblock on her. And then the fucking, she's like sprinkling sand on herself. So you're rubbing in sunblock. And yes. It's like, and it's like, a, it becomes abrasion. sandpaper. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but then we got into the water and there is something about the beach, maybe just because I have so many memories of the beach being relaxing. Right. That it does like calm you. Sure it does. The rhythm there. of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I gave into it. I was like, you know what? I'm, I could either be stressed about this or I could just be like more zen about it. And, you know, the cu- we're going to be all sandy and it's going to be fine. And, and <laughs> Sounds like Anakin. Um, <laughs> Anakin? Yeah. In what way? When he, when he talks about hating sand because it, it gets everywhere. In the Does he say that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, I we'll, blocked we'll, that out. We'll, we'll find a sound clip for that. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. And it gets everywhere. Not like here. Here everything is soft and smooth. Um, so anyway, that was that was a nice stop, and it turned out to be totally fine. It was wicked hot, and like it could have been bad, but it was it was good. Good, good. we did that. I yeah. have to say, uh, just not to cut you off, but no, uh, no, keep as far going, as beaches please. go, yeah, 
you you find very quickly as a parent what beaches are better than others for kids. Oh yeah. So, for example, like we go to Nahant all the time yeah. for our for our beach activity, it's even though it's way one. farther away than other beaches does. Uh-huh. It's like forty five minutes almost sometimes. Right. But it's just like a great family beach. It's it's like yeah. the this partly because the sand is just very smooth. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Oh totally. It's like it's like a blanket. That's it's a like a very soft blanket. Criteria. Sand. Yeah. They're not getting cut up. It's mm-hmm. very easy to see where well, as opposed to the is. silver sand one, which by the way was awful for that. Like I don't know if this is a Connecticut thing generally, but probably Milford thing. There were so many, <laughs> so many shells and things. Like I right next to us was a kid who got cut. Yeah, from see that's, that happens, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you learn which beaches are better than others for for kids, right? You can't go to the nude colony ones anymore. Yeah, no more right? nude beaches. Um, and so yeah, you just have to change up your criteria yeah. and maybe don't spend too long there. And also, <laughs> that's you, the other you learn thing, the importance you know? of sunscreen too. Yes. Like how, oh, my, oh yeah. Because with adults, like everybody has a first traumatic sunburn yeah, experience, and then you're okay. Usually between the ages of like I feel like eleven and fourteen, mm-hmm. where like you just don't know how badly burned you're going to get, and then you just are just incinerated <laughs> exactly you know but like but little kids haven't found that out yet so like yeah and you don't want them to have to <laughs> right so, you, so i just feel like we're continually applying sunscreen i know to, and that's um, one of the worst i hate applying I hate sunscreen. sunscreen it's so although annoying. the spray on can be good it is yes yeah. but we've like you know like everything we've done we've over researched what you're supposed to use and not and the chemicals in them and mm-hmm. it's like you know we've got down to this like ridiculously expensive whole foods one that you have to rub <laughs> on it's like pure zinc you know right right um so yeah so we're using that and uh, I, anyway, th- there's a lot. There's a lot to think about, and I think that if we stayed too long, it would have become much more miserable experience. Right. But you know, you just no, like, definitely. You, it's it's a targeted experience. Yes. When, when we're kids going to the beach, or when when we're in like high school or college, and you go to the beach. Yeah. It's just like the the idea is you go there for the day. Right. Like you pack a cooler right. up. Exactly. And you're just there. You yeah. Just hang out. Yeah. You, I mean, I still bring books to the beach. I, I don't know who the fuck I'm kidding. I it's, still bring it's, so it's always many an books. Aspirational thing. You bring multiple books. I love it. I did. Well, you bring I'm, I'm one like, book. I'm going to get to like finally you know read about the voyage manuscript. I do that on vacations generally. I've stopped doing it, but I used to bring so many books. I still do. Now it's just my Kindle. Just in case. And then it's like it's always like ten o'clock, and the kids are finally asleep, and I'm just fucking passed out. Right. Exactly. But I still I still do. Yeah. Because I'm an idiot. Well, and then there's the... um, So another part of planning is your room situation, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we went there, we stayed one night and uh, we left it open-ended. We didn't know where we were going to stop, but Milford ended up being where. And we we just booked the room when we got there, Um, which is, by the way, I don't think I've ever in my life done that. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty adventurous. Um, It was good, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we knew there was going to be plenty of... you know, It's not like a lot of people are staying in Milford, Connecticut. (laughs) Um, So we stayed and and it worked out fine. Grace was opposite bed of us and she slept there and Luke was in the... um, uh, what's it called? Pack and play. Right. And it worked out okay, but you know, you're all in one space, so that means when they go to bed, you can't really do much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you have to keep the lights off and deal with that. Right. Um, that was okay. What I was really anxious about is the family part of the trip. And by family, I mean extended family, because the reason we've been doing this for three years at Sesame Place is that it's now become like a family tradition. Oh, I don't think I realized that. Yeah, okay. with my wife's sisters and her kids. Sarah. And another friend of ours. Yep, Sarah mm-hmm. and Mary and her kids. So yep. so there's they each have two. And then our, our good friend um, Kelly, who is also a family member, and mm-hmm. her daughter. Um, and then Bethany's cousin and her kids. So it's like an extended thing now. It's a huge trip. It's a big trip. And in this case, we found a good hotel that was right near the place that we wanted to stay at again. You can just walk back and forth, which mm-hmm. is awesome. But it's more expensive, and so we tried to figure out the best sleeping arrangements. And <laughs> I was not in favor of this arrangement, but what we ended up with is me, is our family, and um, Bethany's younger uh, sister, her family, Sarah, uh-huh. who has two kids that are almost identical age as Grace and Luke. Um, so, you know, two and a half, and uh, how old is Luke now? Almost 10 months. Right. So 
we were all in one room. And I'm talking uh, one room that has two queen beds and then a sofa pullout. So really one, all of us. one space. Yes, one it, it, space. This is not a bivalve right. kind of an arrangement. Now, on one yeah. hand, that could be a lot of fun because, like, you know, cousins are getting to spend time together and they can sleep together. <laughs> and, like, in the ideal version of this, right, it's so like, many memories it's right amazing, now. right? Yeah. But the negative side <laughs> is the domino effect that happens I when know, one kid wakes cascading. up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you're talking about two, you know, infants still. Oh, my God. Um, and so I, I wanted to go into it with an open mind and a sense of a fucking adventure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> episode, whatever. And, like, it all worked out fine. Don't get me wrong. Like, there was definitely some fun parts of it. But uh, I, I, <laughs> I would not do that again myself um, because, of course, it did happen that, you know, one kid would wake and it would just it, you spend the rest of the night with right. like a cascading thing. You get one down and the other. It's like whack-a-mole. Yeah, you it know? is. Um, and it was only three nights, so it was fine. But like you're reminding me so much of, of a story <laughs> that I'll make brief. But um, yeah. our, our friends, Devin and Abby, whom, whom you yeah, yeah, yeah. this weekend, uh, we, we took a trip for Valentine's Day to a cabin in, I think, Vermont. With when, the kids, yeah, well, this, this, this is a few, a few, yeah, right. It's a few years ago, so yeah. it was. We only we each both had one because Jack okay. is their son That's and Jude, and, and they're pretty close in age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so and they're you know really great friends, and so, so we went on this trip, and we rented what looked like this. It was a it was a pretty big cabin. It was a beautiful you know two story thing, <laughs> not and, one room. <laughs> no, it was not. And we thought like, oh, there's plenty of space. It's yeah. like it's going to be only six of us. You know, right. like just just four adults and two little kids. Right. But we get there and immediately are aware of the central issue, which is that, the like, sound. it's got an open atrium. Yeah. So, like, e- everything carries, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, both <laughs> our kids were each experiencing different sleeping issues at that yeah. time, and they were on totally different schedules. And I just have these memories of just, like, just this night full of screaming from upstairs, <laughs> and then we moved downstairs. And I remember, uh, like, laying on the on the rug downstairs yep. next to Jude, trying to get him to quiet down, and then going back up and passing Devin, who was taking Jack down and oh, going man. and lying on the rug. And all the That's kids are just, like, waking up every 15 minutes and screaming, yeah. and the other one would scream. And you never wanted to be your kid, so, like, we would just bolt up whenever right, we heard anything because right. so we don't want to trigger it. everything right. yeah oh, God, exactly so, but it was so funny and but it was it was also it's good because you're with people who know exactly what's going that's on that's so even though you're sure. exhausted yes you're not embarrassed about no it no one's because blaming it's anybody like, right. and you're all like you it's know like, you're in it together our kids are all fucking crazy yeah yeah, yeah. But you know, next time around, I probably would just fork over the extra money and. Pay it's just for the door. Room. All you need is a door. You just got to have just some. <laughs> well, kind yeah, because when you space. had to leave the room, you had to actually go out in the hall, and then you don't want to wake right. up other people. Right, right. So you have to go to the lobby. Right. You know, and it's like a whole thing. It but just becomes such an adventure. It does. Yeah. yeah. So that was one element of it, um, and then another one that you know is a popular vacation idea that happens is uh, the fact that we went to an amusement park, which yes. brings this whole uh, set of uh, issues and fun and. <laughs> <laughs> factors but I, I i feel like this perfectly set the stage we went out the night before we were going to go to the amusement park we got you know we all got to the hotel mm-hmm. and the next day we were going to spend more of our day at the at the amusement park and do two days of it and we were at uh margarita's restaurant right next to the oh, hotel having dinner love margarita. the lime and coconut margarita oh! lime and coconut i uh, was like you know what if we do one of these margaritas each of these days this is going to mm. be okay um, and and I, we were sitting there. And, Those you know, enchiladas are fucking chicken oh, chimichangas. Mexican flag enchiladas. It comes with like yes, one of each. Yes, the Mexican flag yeah. with the green and the, oh my God, it's so good. The ancho chile. Brought to you by margaritas. Where the fun happens. All right. So we were there and, you know, we're Can trying to keep having all the margaritas and order. sleeping on a Casper mattress I wish afterwards. I could have one right now. Oh God, be, oh my, I'm so hungry right now. Yeah. Margarita sounds great. So we were there and like, it's all, it's just right next to the park. So it's just perfect. The only families are, who are there are, you know, with kids and who right. are at the park. Um, and, you know, we're trying to keep our kids like somewhat contained, but they're just like shooting all over the place. And I just feel like. There's how many kids at this point on this trip? Uh, 
Let's see. Eight? Six. Yeah, they're eight. Uh, eight eight yeah, kids, right. exactly. Yeah. Good math there. That's, that, was, that was a guess. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're trying to just keep them all contained. Uh-huh. And, uh, and like, I just, it feels like you're, you're just in a different space. Like, things that aren't okay at restaurants normally are, are okay. Yeah. Because you're in an amusement park, and it's, like, right there, and it's just where you're at. <laughs> and, and then suddenly, we're sitting down eating, and I just see a toddler walking out of where the entrance <laughs> was with no pants on just a diaper and a shirt and they're just like kind of like just, just walking into the room you know in this big like seating area just like kind of wandering and there's no parents around Wait, whatsoever you're in the restaurant yeah but the restaurant is in the park you're saying no 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 this is no, a restaurant like is... across the street it's, oh, a, it's okay, a, a couple okay. blocks away okay okay and and so we're just sitting there eating and i just see this toddler like you know literally right. toddling over <laughs> with no pants on just like kind of wandering around, like I don't know where his parents are. It's like I don't a, know what's a Henry going on. Age kind of toddler, and it's like... just like a yeah, probably Henry, yeah. a little bit older actually, okay. probably more like two, two okay. and a half, um, and just like. Just no parents to be seen, and it just set the stage. Like this is what it's going to be like. Where you know were what the I mean? parents? It's just it's chaos. Where, where, I think do you know eventually. What I honestly don't <laughs> Did know. Did anybody I check into someone... this? <laughs> I thought about it, but I was like, he, he seems like he knows what he's doing. He's obviously comfortable. Yeah, he was very comfortable. So oh I, I think God. eventually his parents scooped him up. But it was just it was the perfect start to the trip. <laughs> you know, and the other observation, just wandering Tom. Yeah, it's like exactly. It's like twenty eight days later when he wakes up and he's wandering through the empty. Exactly, streets. and he's yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> um, and then the other, it's all such interesting sociology you know in these parks and around them i know um but the other thing i observed is that you you know everyone who's going into the park is just you're you're, it's so exciting right you know and the kids are like seeing the sesame street sign oh full of wonder yeah and you can't wait as a parent to see your kids reactions to it like that part is just so great and always disappointing. I know, because then, then they don't react, and you're it's like, "What the fuck like, is wrong with you?" And then you're I always paid a thousand dollars. You're trying to hype it up, like, "Look, look, look! Yeah. It's Sesame Street. It's a real yeah. Sesame." And they're like, "That's scary." Exactly. I'm like, and "The then, Shark Lord's coming." <laughs> you better act happy. <laughs> and then, Jump. and then there's the experience on the opposite side. You're seeing the parents and the families who are leaving, and the kids are crying yeah. and they don't want to leave. <laughs> but at the same sweaty. time, you know that they're like way overtired and yeah. they need to leave, and it's just they're miserable. And the parents look completely defeated. Yeah, you know they've just got that like war torn. And everybody's clothes are all screwed up. You ever notice that when people leave, it's like it's like it's like clear that people have disrobed somewhat. Yeah, throughout their exactly. Trip. So they're like, like there's weird parts like that are wet, backpack. like spots yeah, right. that are wet. It doesn't make much sense. Things and yeah. they're just these like patches. I, I know exactly what you're patchy talking about. Wetness, these, yeah. This patchy wetness. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Butt rumbler. It's war torn. Right. It's just you, you can like just people's feel for like the parents all screwed up. There's like weird blotches <laughs> of sunscreen. It's like it's clear that they've been through something. They've been through something exactly extraordinary. And it's so weird the juxtaposition position of that the people going in and the people going out yeah. you know of these parks and what it does to you yeah um but you know we had a good we had a good couple <laughs> days there <laughs> overall it was a great experience i don't know how many years in a row i can do that but i i would encourage it um and uh, what have your experiences been of like you know vacations and i mean i don't know how many well, amusement, amusement parks, parks in you've particular? done in particular well, but so we've done disney a few times okay yeah see that... i haven't even been brave enough to go there i'm like well, working my never way up been to there that. right no i've never yeah, been right no you well you got to fix that and i feel like, it's an amazing but i feel like the longer i don't go the more the stakes the higher the stakes and i need to like make sure it's worth it you better fucking enjoy it well yeah and i don't want the kids to be like so young they're not going to remember it or, or that they're going to be like annoying yeah, and you I can't. overthink that so much i guess i do but is, i also is the point of it for them to remember it well I guess not. No, it's not the point of his experience. It is, but I it's mean, fun, in the case of Luke, full of wonder, where you can't even walk yet, I'm like, this isn't going to be. Just worth drag it. him. 
Just put him on a leash actually, and drag him. In a sense, it's actually easier because you can just stroll them around in I a know. stroller. You know, and what the I mean? Disney strollers are terrific. I have to oh, say, oh, they have a stroller. Yeah. They have these amazing because you know they do it. They, do, they don't have to ass right. anything. They go yeah. full ass, right? As we've, as we've mentioned full ass. So they like. The, I wish Sesame Street had a little more ass. They could have <laughs> a little more full ass. They could have been better, like the food situation and all that. But anyway, keep going. Oh, really? Well, it's just a little bit half-assed. Oh yeah, Where's man! I was in a line. It was the worst. I was in a line for food at a, one of the lunch places they had for like a half hour. Yeah, and then other people in our group they go into a different line. Mm. They're out of their line, and I'm still waiting in mine after like another half hour. And it, <laughs> oh, the, I hate that some of the stuff was, so and much. you're so hungry at that point, yeah. and the kids are upset. You know, so right because it's not like everybody's like just like waltzing around having right. a good time behind you. Like everybody is like, "Where's the food?" Exactly. I got poop in my. And diaper. it might just be that I've done it three years in a row, and so my expectations, like I'm just noticing more things that are not. Great, mm-hmm. you know, great. But anyway, keep going. Full ass does Disney. Well, they just the, the strollers are so well engineered. Like yeah. they they have like they're like genuinely aerodynamic. They have like <laughs> amazing wheels. It's just it's there's such a pleasure uh, to drive. But see, that's so key. Like they all the details. From what I understand, they really invest in all the details of the yeah. experience. Everything so that from soup to nuts. You come out of it having just an amazing experience. It's right? ama- like you can't even see seams in anything. Like every yeah. every all the electricity is hidden. Wow. Because like every single aspect of that park yep. is engineered to create a cohesive experience mm. of actual wonder but even that you know? being the case which sounds wonderful huh um, <laughs> that was like a goofy laugh it was good <laughs> <laughs> oh man um but even that being the case you must still come out of that either at the end of the day or just at the end of the whole experience you know in that war-torn way right no With the kids like the war-torn way it, it does happen and, and mm-hmm. it's happened to us but yeah. it's always because of the fact that every aspect of it is so wondrous yeah you never leave in that headspace okay and that's key that is key that's because like for example like, like we were just at uh what the hell is it called kimball farm okay together yeah, right yeah, yeah. remember mm-hmm. was it kimball farm where did we go kimball, it was do... a year ago but just no short. but the one that we were just at like last month oh canopy lake yes 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 right, yes, right. yes. Um, which is a great little amusement it was. park. I but, really enjoyed it. But I it. left mm-hmm. war torn from that. Yeah, like I, yeah. I, I left with a kind of disheveled, like you know, strange splotches <laughs> of sunscreen thing. Because um, like on the way out, it's like okay, I'm leaving the park. Yeah. At, at Disney World, like leaving is like an exciting event. It's oh, like you go wow. through all the stages of the, so of the smart. park, so smart. and you get on the monorail system and you see everything one last time. And it's this beautiful picture of fireworks and shit. Yeah. It's like the electric parade is going. <laughs> they always on. time the fireworks like with for your, everybody who yeah, yeah, everybody <laughs> every single person who leaves. All right, push the fireworks <laughs> yeah, button. It's just it's basically just a war zone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like so I've probably I've probably been there in my life probably 17 or 18 times at what? least what really yeah, I used to go growing up all the time and my parents That's have amazing. a condo in Florida so you know we okay, go, we well, that, a lot. That, oh of course the condo I forgot about that right, yeah, right, yeah, the yeah. Condo. so you were just in Florida generally a lot more so that makes sense yeah right right been. and it's easy to get there once you're done yeah um, and it's just wow. a, it's just a, a, a truly a, a beautiful thing. But I do have to say the first trip to Disney World that we did with kids yeah. which was with Jude when he was about one and a half okay was simultaneously the most wonderful and also stressful vacation experience I think we've ever had. Yeah. Maybe not the most wonderful. I, I think there have been other vacations <laughs> that have been more wonderful than that. But uh, it, the fact that like he was experiencing it for the first time and we were witness to that was, was pretty amazing. And he does yeah. not remember it. Like, yeah. you know, we, we've talked about the first trip and he doesn't really right. you know, remember. Of course. But um, it was also, as I mentioned on the podcast, it was the first time I really yelled at him because yeah. he was hitting, oh, that's he was right. like in a yeah. hitting phase. But it makes he, sense that it would be at a park. Well, because everything's so elevated, yeah, right? Exactly. And because in the background of that, you have this ongoing thing about, which we just talked about, with expectation. Mm-hmm. And with like, because it's not cheap. You right. Know, it's like $75 Well, and that's kind of what I mean. You're totally right about the um, the experience is what they're there for. And in fact, 
even if they don't remember it, it may actually have a bigger impact on their lives, you know, their future. <laughs> I guess that's maybe putting it a little too much. <laughs> you know, Disney World changed my life when I was two. <laughs> but but it actually leaves... But it a, does. It, it probably leaves a more lasting mark than it does if they go older. Maybe. Well, but, but, but anyway, it, it feels genuinely yeah. real when but, you're, but like, you, you don't know But you also do want to make not. it worthwhile because it's expensive and yeah, all and that. because it's for us too. Like, like you oh, know, yeah, Ma- totally. Micah and I both have you know went there growing up, and we really love it, and it yeah. was, we were so excited to share it with Jude. And and you know, seventy five percent of the trip was was that perfect yeah experience where well, that's good. Hey, he was just 75%. so excited, and we were so excited, and the lines were moving smoothly. Because logistically speaking, also Disney World is. Absolutely yeah. incredible. Yeah, the way that they actually, I went out to lunch to dinner rather a couple weeks ago with a UX uh, artist and oh, designer. Oh wow! Yeah, he's done a lot of really great ex- stuff in that. He's a consultant. He travels all yeah, over. Yeah, the they're always looking at Disney. And and I, I was like, what in your what in your experience is the single greatest example of user experience engineering you have ever seen? And he, without hesitation, said Disney yeah. World. And and his friend who was also out with us, who also works with him, was mm-hmm. like, yeah, Disney World. Oh, it's one. so often cited. Yeah. Because everything from the very beginning of that experience to the very end of the experience, it's all engineered to make it as non-chaotic and as enjoyable and fun as it possibly can And this can is a be. trend now. I mean, maybe this is going a little off topic, but the UX trend now, it's CX is what they call it in terms of customer experience. Mm-hmm. And there's this trend now towards companies not, not only caring about the product that they're selling, but more and more investing in the experience that the customer has because right. it means as much, yeah. if not more than the product you're getting. Because you can get the greatest product in the world, yeah. but if, if people can't enjoy the process of interacting with it, right. then who's going to fucking care about it? Or the support around it, or whatever right. it is. You know, right. So you see companies like Amazon and all these other companies investing a ton in customer experience. And now our expectations, because some of the companies offer it, our expectation is that everyone will, you know, all companies should offer it, right. which and they should. Stakes, yeah, ex- right. Exactly. It makes sense, but it's difficult, yeah, right? It's, it's a hard thing to do. It is. It is from yeah. a design standpoint. And Disney from just can afford a, a to comp- do it, right? But they can yeah. afford it, and they can afford to pioneer it, right? Exactly. So, uh, so in general, the experience was full of that, of mm-hmm. just this constant, just exploring and having a great time. But also because it was so much fun, and because we had spent so much money on it, and because yeah. it was a time investment. When things didn't go well, there was a heightened reaction mm. to it on both my part and Micah's that part. That makes sense, yeah. Right? Yeah. And so also the fact that Jude was in a, a stage where he was throwing a lot of temper tantrums and, and yeah. being very physical and with half, them. so yeah. It's yeah, happen. and there's just a lot of hitting, and mm-hmm. I was just like, I was very kind of angry about that. Yeah. But that being said, I, I mean, like, that's not what we take away from that trip, because after that whole thing happened, and I remember very distinctly, we were in front of the Aztec Pavilion <laughs> at Epcot, which is like one of my favorite places in the entire Disney World yeah. thing. Um, and I remember like he was just smacking Micah in the face and she was crying and I was just like yelling at him like mm. openly just out there and I was like stop doing that and finally you know? Mickey came up from behind you and just like and restrained just suplexed you suplexed me yeah. The, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I felt so bad about it he was crying and then we comforted uh, him and then it was like you know tough. but then but because we were in that environment and we still had a little bit of daylight left yep. we were able to make up for it and have mm-hmm. this really great return trip um, and I do think that the experience of going through that is really good for parents and kids yeah. alike the experience you're of picking dealing up proactively with these conflict situations and with yes. heightened states. The heightened state thing, you're so on target there with, I think, vacations generally because you do go into it with so much expectation and there's so much stimulation and new stuff. And so it really is that heightened experience and means that you'll swing, you know, both in the right. extreme of happiness as well as uh, maybe anger. <laughs> so I think something that, that might be salubrious in this mm, uh, scenario salubrious. would be uh, to go into a vacation knowing that's going to happen. Yeah, and being ready to embrace it. That's true. Being like, I'm going to be fucking stressed out. I'm probably going to say things gonna, I regret. Kind of suck. It's going to be kind of <laughs> difficult. At some parts, I will look war torn and damply patchy. I may not right? get much sleep. I may not get as much sleep. I may not read any of the 300 books I brought. <laughs> but it's okay because it's an experience that we're doing together. Yeah. You know? um, one of the last things I want to say is that um, driving together as a family, I think, has been 
really wonderful and it's something that mm. Micah and I both feel really strongly we want to keep doing yeah. as much as we can on vacations because we really and I was just talking to my dad at the birthday party who uh, we went to Florida with them last time we all rented a van together and we did this big you oh, know yeah, the whole part, family was the in journey this van. can be just I mean as we've talked about in other contexts right the journey itself can be so wonderful but you have to a, treat a it like it. that right that's right exactly and, that's the key. and, and I was talking to my dad about how like we we are starting to look forward to the actual road trip part of mm. it almost as much as the actual vacation because it's like yeah. and then Micah brings up a great point all the time which is that when you leave just like Disney World yeah. you're not just going to be back all of a sudden you have a little adventure getting out that's right so just like at Disney it's World so you're taken out on the monorail and you can see this whole vista and you can look at your toys that you got and you can, you know <laughs> the drive back is the same thing is that then you yeah. have two days to basically experience the country right and to stop at interesting restaurants and things and to like. To like live it up and to get out of the car every three hours to stretch and to use that as an opportunity to go for a hike in North Carolina, you know, right, like, right, right. And if you if you treat it like that from the very beginning, yeah, knowing that it's not going to be easy because at the end of the day you're still going to be stuck in a car for twenty. Well, hours and that's or the thing, yeah. Right? It's about like we went down with that in mind, and I think I think we had a really good trip down. Um, it turned out on the way back, <laughs> no surprise, one of them got sick, and oh, so no! yeah, Luke got a fever the last day, and we were just feeling like rather than stay overnight another night and then drive back in the morning while they're awake, we'll just drive back in the middle of the night. Mm. Um, so we left, you know, like eight or something, and got back at one, and uh, so that they would sleep in the car, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> that was more of me just like you know getting home as fast as we can and right. not doing the journey right. part, which you know that has to happen sometimes too. Of course, and and sometimes you don't leave early enough. Sometimes there's traffic in New York. Oh yeah, every time traffic is the fucking and worst you just got to deal it. with it. And that's the part an accident, that I have a hard time. Go. Yeah, but but then it's like, but what are you going to do? You but have it's what to, you, you make have of it. Go through oh, it's so that. true. And the thing is, your kids seeing you react to that exactly. is so important. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so if you like, for example, uh, like neither of the kids wanted to go on an errand that I had to run this weekend, uh, but. Um, it was actually before the party, so yeah. Michael wanted to finish cooking a couple of things, and I was like, "All right, I'll take the kids out, and we'll go do do a couple." Get some shark you know, pajamas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as usual. <laughs> and uh, but, dry cleaning for shark pajamas. Jude and I had actually. just seen the. Oh yeah, we saw it on a Friday night. So Jude and I had just seen the Meg, mm-hmm. and we were like really in that mind space of like you know being underwater explorers, and so like, and they were whining about getting in the car, and they were cranky, and then I put on the soundtrack. And I was like, and I was like, just immediately, like, I opened the sunroof <laughs> up and I was like, look at the jellyfish. And before oh, you know it, like, awesome. we did, they didn't want to get out of the car because we were having so much fun. Oh, that's know? so great. It's not always that easy. Sometimes no. you're super stressed out. Well, and, you know, but... with Luke, at least, I mean, he's still a baby. So it's like, we can't, we can only go so far exactly. to console him still. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And I'm looking forward to those car trips too, because I feel like so many of our memories are about the journey. Yeah, right. You know, and is yeah. that weird? And it's awesome, like being able to just, you know, drive through the country. Yeah. I was thinking about how fun it would be to eventually, you know, do that, probably rent something bigger <laughs> than my car, my SUV, but to do it like cross country kind of thing. Yeah, I've you never know, done stay. that. Me neither. And just stay along the way. And like there was something so liberating about knowing that we were going to stop somewhere halfway. But we didn't know where, and it was yes, fine. Yes, yes, yes. You know, it was just like and whenever we it. stop, we stop. And and, and but but you're yeah. going to stop, and you know that. Yes, you know. And, yes. And for us, part of the thing with the return trip is there's a thing called South of the Border, which mm-hmm. I might have talked about on this show before. Maybe. But it's 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 just south of the North Carolina South Carolina border, <laughs> and it's just this ridiculous. Like fake Mexican mid-century America <laughs> road attraction. That's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. just so it's just so ridiculous. But I I love it. It's like yeah. it's like the height right of your alley. basically. Yeah, <laughs> and and there's also the world's largest indoor reptile pavilion there oh, for some well, reason. So they've sold you. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's an arcade. It's like uh-huh. all these great things, and it's just this like ridiculous thing. But the kids love it too because you know of every course. time we go there, we make this huge deal of this stupid roadside thing. <laughs> 
So we always know that on the way back, if we leave early enough, so it's an it's an incentive oh. to get on the road because we know that like yep. by the end of the day, we're going to make it south of the border. That's great. And then if we leave early enough, we can have a few hours to really play around. Yep. So if you know you got a destination on the way to the final destination, that's so the good. Final destination. You've got to make it an enjoyable experience. Exactly. Otherwise, you're all going to be miserable. Exactly. So all right, here's what you make. Good. It, you know? Well, I feel like this is a topic we'll probably want to come back to at some point as the kids get older too. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting, and yeah. we should just keep vacationing and keep keep <laughs> winging that shit. Keep winging it. Look up the Voynich Manuscript. It's super interesting. I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but you, you win this show. I'll tell you about it. All right. Sounds good. Talk to you later. Bye.